This is the Let's Talk About It podcast, where we talk about anything and everything. So come join the conversation. See what's going on this week. comes in just fades in anyway so right 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 it's just mainly starting off with you know first topic actually i want to get into a hot take that was really pissing me off while i was youtube and here in the hospital and fyi people oh, yeah. for the people that are listening i am doing the podcast right now from the hospital my yeah. boy came in to do a little blood transfusion feeling a lot yeah, better but gonna be staying here overnight and be able to go home tomorrow but um yeah, I was watching something on YouTube and um, this uh, concept of authenticity or foods that are authentic or, oh, this is Memphis-style barbecue, this is Texas-style yeah. barbecue. Uh, yeah, yeah. All that shit to me is, uh, it's bullshit. I don't really care where it's from. It's food. <laughs> is it you good? It's, I mean, <laughs> it is it good? I mean, I understand you say it's Caribbean food, Asian yeah. food. Yeah. You know, that I get it, but it was like, oh, but it's not authentic. Well, if I make it, it's authentic because I made it. That's the original. Because I'm yeah. making it right now. You know, like, I hate people that go in and it's like, oh, this is that, that hard style Texas barbecue. Yeah, but, yeah. This is know. real hip hop. You feel me? But it's just people letting you know, like, the style. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, people want to know what kind of style they're getting. This that kung fu hidden dragon, or this that you know what I mean? We we switch people it up. Like, we people like the stories, man. Yeah, yeah. I talk about that all the time, but no, it's just letting people know that we all come from different backgrounds, different regions. Like, yo, this style particularly came from like this region mm-hmm. or this area. Mm-hmm. And because but, a lot of times you got to think about it's environmental. Sometimes there's different spices, yeah, yeah. flavors available yeah. in different places. Barbecue is 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 pretty much universal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I think everywhere got a barbecue, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, I was thinking about like Carolina, like a like a mustard rub barbecue or something like that, mustard like salt, like, like the different, different yeah, okay, there's different you know levels, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's different levels, you know, taste yeah. palate, as opposed to one place they may like sweet barbecue, as opposed yeah. to they may like it hot, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah, and like, like curry, saucy, curry like food, right. yeah. Yeah, shout I out mean, to uh, Indian curry, like you know, Caribbean curry. Man, that also. shit, yeah, hidden, hidden. Area. Well, speaking of food, I seen you frying up some chicken uh, mm-hmm. the other day. Mm-hmm. Eric, that chicken looked fire as hell. I hit you up on mm-hmm. Snap. I was like, yo, I see that shit on your Snap. I said, man, that shit looked fire as hell. Yo, yo, you know what got my confidence up, man? Now I'm got, I still got the grease. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna fry something. Listen, <laughs> I still got the grease. Hey, said, let's go. Good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, you, you, you inspire me. I said, "Oh shit, I might have to go." Oh, I, I didn't actually send you. Uh, I, I uh, did some chicken. I, I took some chicken breasts, chopped them up in like pieces, and like uh, just kind of grilled them on the on the on the skillet. 
Mm-hmm. Seasoned them up pretty good, put them on a skillet with some pasta noodles. You know what I mean? And yeah. I did that. That's, that's kind of like my dish. I put the little parsley and everything on it, make it look, you know, it, it, like what Mina was talking about, make it look like it's fresh, authentic Italian. <laughs> <laughs> like, like somebody named Luigi made it. Yeah, yeah. I put that. And then I made like this nice kale uh, salad kale, tomatoes, uh, olives, and, you know, a little onion uh, with a little. Uh, that Olive Garden dressing, I love, I love that shit. Fire. Yes, so awesome. y'all know your boy Steve gets down in the kitchen too. That's why I'm I can appreciate when I see my brother Eric frying up that chicken. Oh, so yeah, good, boy, our Steve. Oh, so thing. good. You know, yeah, no, I did. Steve and the thing is, yeah. You say, What's what, that? Man? Oh, I said Steve be barbecuing. He be on that grill. grill yeah, back man. Y'all, know, I had a oodles and noodles cook off with a uh, with a homie back in the day. Uh, I remember oodles and noodles. <laughs> we had a oodles and noodles cook off. Right there, man. Look, and then we had oh, like, uh, man. man, look, y'all can't touch me with them noodles, man. I, I could hook some oodles and noodles up. I was eating that shit. When it is a stir fry, nigga, this goddamn, it, it was bomb as hell. I hooked them noodles up. Yeah. Over open hey, flame. Gotta be open <laughs> I, I love cooking food. I enjoy all types of food. But yeah, what I was saying earlier is that I just get annoyed by people saying, like, oh, this is authentic. You can only get it here. It's like, yeah. no, you can't. No, you can get that everywhere. At home, you can get it in my That's kitchen, cow. too. Right. Like, you know what I mean? But I understand people have their pride about, you know, whatever. I get that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm all about that. You want to cook Asian food? Yeah, it's from Asia. Cool. But yeah. I hate it when they say, oh, this is this is uh, Northeast city style. Like, it's only from, no, it's not. Yeah. Just because you cook it from there doesn't mean it's actually from there. Like, it's That's, whatever. You just charge me a dollar more per taco just to tell yeah. me. Right. It's like, <laughs> let me taste it. Now, I'm no Chef Gordon Ramsay, but... Dude, yeah. food is food. People try to overcomplicate it. If it's good, it's good. If you like to cook, cool. You find pride in that, awesome. Like to yeah. me, it's just stop saying, oh, this is uh, Memphis mm. Southern style barbecue. You can only food. get it like this from over here. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's, it's like, made by the same oh, Mexicans that in the back that the Chinese yeah. food employs and Italian oh, places. So it's <laughs> like if I, if I go buy you a Memphis style barbecue, and bring it home to Minnesota. Now I'm gonna say this is the Minnesota barbecue using your sauce because I made it here <laughs> in Minnesota. Hijacking people's stuff. That's 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 that Minnesota because I made it here. It's it's Minnesota. It's Minnesota. It's Minnesota. Yeah, it's authentic because I made it. You know, like like, like people just chill out. The food is food. You make it delicious, cool. Have you ever? It all goes in and comes out the same way. Yeah. Have y'all ever have y'all ever been witness to like I hit up a Popeyes here in Minnesota and then I went to a Popeyes in Florida and it it it, real shit it tasted pretty different. You know what I mean? Them shits didn't hit the same. You would think that it'd be like ingredients all around, but whoever was making it back there in Florida, whoever is making it, whoever is making that shit in the back, I said this ain't Popeyes, nigga. This. This Leroy's right here. This Leroy's chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think this was Louisiana. <laughs> they, no, they put that Florida true. spin on it. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Florida spin just because the orange juice is from Florida. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> orange we got, we got orange Florida juice. orange juice made from concentrate. Goddamn, made from concentrate. That shit twice removed. That's, oh, why, yeah. like, that's why I like stuff like that. It. it, it it just, I don't know, kind of just annoys me. I'm like, you know, yes, there's certain foods you can't get in certain regions. Yeah, that makes sense. 
But to say, if it's like a chain restaurant, like, oh, this Chipotle, oh, this is that Texas-style Chipotle. What's the difference yeah. with that? It's Minnesota Chipotle. It's just the cook in the kitchen. That's the difference. Just, yeah, whoever putting it together. He Someone used a little bit more salt. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, he used a little bit more salt. The other person didn't. Uh, McDonald's yeah. fries, is, you know, might uh, vary. And then it's like, damn, this person made bomb ass mac and cheese. And then your friend goes and order, hey, someone said this is good. They get it. And yeah. it's salty as hell. You're the worst. Yeah. Different chef. But yo, what do you yeah. think about this? What about stuff that does, again, have an origination? Like, again, what about Minnesota? The Juicy Lucy. Hmm? What no, about the Jesse Lucy, the cheese inside the burger thing? So you saying that's, like if somebody eating it in Texas, is it is it still considered Texas style Juicy Lucy version? I'm like, no, man, it's, yeah. it's just no, a you Juicy just put Lucy. barbecue sauce on it and A1, brother. Mix them together. Now it's mm. Texas. No, it's like that's what I'm saying. Now it's <laughs> that should sound fire as hell. And like I said, like like if for instance, you're in New York, you get chopped cheese. I understand. That's a New York thing, right? Yeah. But then I can be like, yo, I can make that here. But my house, mm-hmm. I live in Minnesota. I made chopped yeah. cheese. You can get it here, too. You know I what I mean? Pizza, well, back home in, on the East Coast, everybody know me. I'm from Jersey. Shout out to Hoboken. Hoboken Red Wings, baby. Class of 03. Um, oh. No, but uh, the pizza, yo, we used to go to Benny's uh, up off Washington Street. Shout out to Benny's. Uh, we used to go to Benny's and get a slice of pizza uh, and a Snapple for like three bucks. But that one Look. piece, that one, that one piece... Of pizza, I was never able to get that here in Minnesota. I would have to, like Mino said, I would have to make it. But we, we, you know, uh, man, shout out to Benny. He passed away too, but you can't get that pizza here. So that was like nope. East Coast style pizza. That's what I considered it growing up. It was always like that was just how how they ate pizza in Jersey. You know, and them mm-hmm. huge slices. You know, you got to fold it. I got a picture. It's, still, it's bigger than my daughter's face. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. Huge, big flat and pizza. Here's a, and here's another yeah. thing that's gonna piss people Chicago off. Chicago style pizza. People. Yes, that's what I was getting to. And yeah, I, yeah. All right, people. I've had the deep dish in Chicago. Not gonna lie, part of where I was at. It was trash. I was like, this is all the hype for Chicago deep dish. Man, Domino's in Minnesota makes one better than this. Ooh. Like, you know, yeah. like, but then again, <laughs> again, people, if you're in Chicago, this and this, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's that's, that's trash. The type of pork pizza. It's like, you know, that's yeah. big. You know? Yeah, that's yeah, the pizza I you got to eat with a fork. Yeah, which I enjoy. And, but maybe it's the yeah. location I went to. Maybe that chef was just extra mad that they had to work an extra shift and made the pizza all trash. You know, yeah. like, too much grease. Now you're saying, see, now that's my experience, right? So now you're going to say, yeah. oh, that's, you're going to have Chicago-style deep dish pizza because that's the best. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's just not. You know, I like, got a Philly cheesesteak in Philly before. And, like and it, was, it was, it was, it was, man. Yeah. There you go. When it's hyped up, when you're like, oh, I was like, huh? gonna be this. And I like, this tastes like a, a, a fucking cheesesteak that I just had at Subway, nigga. It was like, eh. get this from Jersey Mike's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, ah, I don't, I don't see it. But the yeah. disclaimer would be this, right? The disclaimer would be, I understand everyone has different tastes. So taste is subjective. Yes. But that's just my opinion. So mm-hmm. if you don't like it, blow me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but keep listening to the episode because we do appreciate you listening after you go. There's a guy who blew his brains out. That was a hell of a segue. <laughs> uh, but, but actually, you know what's wild is, you know, you know went to the Caribbean, um, went to the Bahamas, you know, for the first time. And I had this stuff yeah. called Sky Juice there. You know, it has it was gin, coconut yeah. water, 
Um, it's like some sweet mm. condensed milk, a little nutmeg or whatever. And then, you know, you stir that stuff together. And oh my goodness, when I had it, I was like, what is this? Because it's like refreshing. Say that again? What is yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, gin. gin, coconut water, you know, like some of that sweet and condensed milk, you know, whatever that little milk is, you know, sweet and condensed yeah. milk. Yeah, condensed milk is the shit. Yep. yep. And then, um, you know, a little bit of splash of nutmeg people put in there. And then, you know, stir that together. And it's like, it was so good, bro. And I spent that whole trip trying to recreate the one I had, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. It was easier doing the Bahamas because, they, again, they had a type of gin that we don't always have up here, you know, a particular brand of it, and crazy about yeah. it, brand I was, that was using. And then on top of that, the coconut water was different. They have better coconut water in the damn Caribbean. It tastes oh, yeah. Yeah, coconuts for really tell it's it's real coconut. So there you go. So that's the thing. Yeah. Sometimes it really is just regional. You know, we live in a big world. Yeah. Which, which, which yeah. I said, it all depends on where you're fat, too. Yeah. So it's like, like I said, I totally get it when people are prideful and, hey, this is Texas style, whatever. I get it. But it stays for every single thing. Like, come on, bro. Everywhere we barbecue. I mean, so, so you take someone from Texas and they move to Minnesota, what they can't say it's Minnesota style barbecue? That came from Texas, you know. Like, just shut up. It's, it's food. <laughs> <laughs> How's it taste? Is it good or not? Tell me. <laughs> right? you That's know, hilarious. Like, but you know, I love food. I love sampling everything. I love different cultures. So don't get me wrong, people. I eat everything. If you even ask Eric, my food palate is very wide. I'll eat anything. I'll even bring up some exotic foods right now. What is the most exotic mm-hmm. things y'all eat? Swordfish. Um, pretty. It tastes kind of like steak, like a steak kind of texture. Exotic. Is squirrel considered to be exotic? That's country as hell. We ate some squirrel. I ate yeah. some squirrel, I mean, squirrel. but it, Next to the it was what an Asian dude. Possible. Nah, it was uh, the dude across the street from my old crib, um, Joe. Dang, I'm thinking uh, this is in the country somewhere. You be telling hell me. Hell no, this was a crazy. Hey, the, the, the last crib I was at, uh, I just moved yeah. here. And, um, the, the little Asian dude, man. R.I.P. He passed away. R.I.P. Joe. Yeah, uh, much squirrel. love to yeah, much love to his family, Sam, and all you guys. What up, though? Um, but now nah, I was over there. This is back in my drinking days. I was over there hanging out, drinking and shit in his garage, and uh, he had some some. Uh, I guess it was some squirrel in the, in a crock pot. And we out there drinking and shit, and I just see the crock pot. I'm like, it looked like it was some barbecue, uh, you know, a little little meat in there. Man, let me go ahead and get a little bit. I'm tearing that shit up. That man, look, I'm fucking it up too. I was like, damn, nigga, what kind of barbecue oh, yeah. sauce do you? Yeah, so I'm ready to hear my list. I've had, <laughs> I've had oh, yeah. fried grasshopper, tastes like potato chips. Mm-hmm. I've had geckos. I've had uh, iguanas. I've yeah, had. Um, rats. Um, oh, I probably did too. I probably did too. Chicken, uh, chicken heart. Um, fish eyes. Okay, fish eyes. What else have I had? I had the fish with the. You had the fish eyes too, Eric. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially like in the Caribbean and stuff like they serve you the fish, bro. They give you the whole fish. So you ate fish's eyes. You ate the eyes off a fish. Yeah, I just took it out. Swirl around real quick. You know, you too. You ate the eyes. You ate fish eye. Yeah. Oh, and here's the thing. Man. It's worse for us. Cow liver. Uh, yep. A lot of uh, beef from cows you can eat raw. Stomach. Um, mm-hmm. Cow tongue is very delicious. I got tricked into eating it. I, I thought it was steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate tongue. It tastes like steak. 
yeah, the way exactly. they presented it, they slice it up thinly like steak too. I'm like, ooh, that's good. And I'm like, oh, my brother's like, oh, that's Carlton. I'm like, Bleh. but that was like, yeah. that's good. There you uh, go. Frog legs, frog legs, yo, fried frog legs, very underrated. Um, <laughs> there's okay. a no, y'all think I'm lying when I say this, but this is for real. Cow dick soup. How right. dick, is that just the name of it, or is it really See, what it is? Is it really the name? At least this is when you oh, yeah, yeah, hold on. stuff like that. You did this sober, Mino. You, know, you, you eating cow dick soup. <laughs> yeah. No alcohol is involved. That's what you're telling me, Mino. Yeah, I remember I came home one day. I was looking at the Uh-oh. pot. I thought it was like regular chicken soup type of thing. I looked in there. I was like, um. No, a yeah. pot full of dick. A pot Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yo, Mino. Cow dick soup. Nah, yo, I don't know. Is that next to Rocky Mountain oysters? That's what I've always heard. Rocky Mountain oysters were like balls, actual like. That's, that's, balls. that's what it is. It's uh the balls off of a bull, and they call it Rocky Mountain oysters. You're eating cow balls. I was like, I don't know. I, I've eaten some exotic things, octopus, uh, shit like that. I, you know, yeah, fish. I I, I'm still. Oh yeah, the, you know, I, I'll eat those. I ate caviar before. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I had. I like liver. I think liver is good. I think liver is underrated. Uh, but I don't know, man. I, I think the squirrel probably was the. Well, and then they had some steak, and they were dipping it in this bile, some like kind of stomach acid. Yeah, I don't know. Bile is? I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. And that one, okay. and then I came up and I threw up. I was, yeah, I was fucked up. You was. I was fucked up. It's okay, Steve. You're a better man now. Uh, yeah, I know you wouldn't want to embarrass I ain't gonna lie. If somebody had that crock pot of them squirrels up here again, I'd nigga look. I'd tear that squirrel up. I don't need the bottle this time. I know what I'm getting into now. These squirrels. That's deep, man. But going yeah. back to the original thing, man, like, yo, I need, like, that pack of little pack of chicken wings that I cooked. Going way back to yes. what we started talking about. That little pack, bro, that shit was like, and again, my baby mama gave that to me. Shout out to you, Bree. Bro, I didn't know oh, that yeah. thing was like nine, ten dollars really yeah i was like man i could have went to a restaurant got them fried up for ten thousand dollars yeah the prices on stuff is going up i I got some chicken breasts uh i think i did like five chicken breasts i think it was a little bit cheaper though five chicken breasts was like 10 bucks 10 or 12 dollars or something like that yeah man i I don't know man It's it's about timing too You know I've been yeah, juicing man, I, think, I think it's about time For you to become A vegetarian again I remember I used I've been, to look, I told you I've been juicing I went and got A bunch of goddamn yeah. uh, Fruits and veggies <laughs> It was like $27 I had a gang of shit too it, I, I, it was a lot Of fruits and veggies But then you also Gotta put the work in You know what I mean I chop them all up Clean them Juice You know Then you gotta go through All of that And put the work in You know So I mean, there there is a way To eat healthy At a, at a reasonable pr- uh, Price you know what? Back to what you said for that amount. Think about this. How do you think it's possible? And this is what I'll talk, talk to y'all to this, that conspiracy shit I be on sometimes, right? How the fuck is it possible to sell all that chicken they do for 99 cents? So we obviously know there's a something wrong. You know what I mean? Ain't no way you can get a 20 piece for, you know what I mean, $2. It ain't happening. That ain't really chicken. What, what is we really eating? You know what I mean? 
So I, I don't know, man. You know, that's that's. Now he goes again. Those commercials we see know. now made with one hundred percent chicken. What? Yeah, the? you like. How was well, we eating before? And a lot of it is just like a chicken based gel, but mm-hmm. I ain't gonna gross people out with that. But here's the thing: like the, the reason like they a can chicken this paste because, because of mass production. These things, all these farms, yeah. chickens have these things are commercial farms, man. They're they're not these little mom and pop things. They're, they're Could you imagine one day amounts of of like people just being able to three D print food? No, yeah. Uh, I watch you know Star Trek. I mean? That's my favorite show, man. Star just Trek be able to just like 3D print like some meals. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Whatever you want, just 3D print it, heat you it up, and then you get to go. You like? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, be 3D printing them calories too. Just, you know, <laughs> might as well just print it right on your stomach. Print you a. Fat well, stomach. just think about it. They use like a paste like tofu, something that was edible. You know what I mean? You have some kind of paste like tofu. You just 3D print, boom, 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 boom. You got a fucking uh, Thanksgiving turkey. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But I don't know. We've been on food for a minute. We we must be some hungry motherfuckers. We've been on food for a minute. Should we uh, shift shift gears a little bit here? <laughs> Big hungry <laughs> ass. <laughs> Mino, do you need me to bring you up some food? food? Weather, sports, you know, girls. You know? Yeah, we, we, we could switch uh, gears up a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead, man. We can talk about anything. I I uh I sent y'all an article a little while ago from Psychology. Oh yeah, I know where you going. Yep, yeah, yep. Again, following up on what we talked about at the end of last, you know, episode, talk about dating. You know how it is. Yeah, I asked y'all that question. Remember, I was like, yeah. you know, to my single brothers you know, about the the dating scene. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, and I was like, so when I found it, I thought immediately of you. I was like, well, this is what it is, and it's like more and more men, you know, are lonelier, you know, than ever, having difficulty in the dating market. And one of the factors they did say, Isaiah, online dating, you know, online dating, um, increased standards, you know, for what a good relationship is that women have, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's just that combined again, like it's, um, and again, those socialization skills and those relationship skills is not really instilled and encouraged in boys that you know women kind of develop just more naturally, and so. You know, if you're not the most socially savvy guy, you know, and then you're not yeah. like and balling, your your online presence isn't that great. You don't come across that great over the phone. You know, you think you don't even get to the dates. You don't no. you don't actually get there. And it was one quote in the article. Um, you know, like I was saying, like he went on his late date with this lady. Um, you know, from online, and she literally told him how difficult it was for her to find a good date, nice guys or whatever, and how he's nice and all that, but that he yeah. was too short for her. That he was too short for her. So. Boom, she's just yeah. kept it pushing. You know what Damn. I'm saying? It's just again, it's quicker, swipe left, swipe right. The options are just there. And a lot of times, you know, you get spoiled by choice, so you don't make a choice. And then for guys, again, the competition, they mentioned the article, you know, make competition has always been a thing. But now it's just it's on overdrive. It's fierce because women can now filter out the guys, you know, that they want. <laughs> straight up yeah. they're not looking for reasons to accept invitations to accept dates to whatever looking for reasons not to and so once you get in that mode you know so it completely flips on his head and what a result more guys single than you know than it's been well, I think too it, it hit it it hit it with a, a, a nice little fact in the beginning you know I talked about over the last 30 years how uh, men have become a larger portion of the mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean like of uh, uh, I guess it's, it's a. I guess what I'm trying to say is like there was a lot more men now than women. Um, I don't, I don't think they say that in the article. 
It said it it's long term singleness, like yes, growing group and long term single. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't need to be in a relationship to be happy. Men typically are happier and healthier when partner. Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think so. But again, you know again I mean? that could be debatable. I think again, I do think again before we go any further with this article, man. Yeah. Like, I think it was some BS. The dude who was giving it like this yeah. advice later on it is just such BS, and it really doesn't help men out. But it's just one of those things. Like, hey, throw this out here, guys. You know we're struggling. You know you're struggling. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because most, I mean, guys, most of the people on dating apps, sixty-two percent of the people on dating apps are men. You know, um, yes, that's what I mean. Like, they got more to choose. More men. The the pool is a lot larger. Yeah. You know what I mean for women to choose from them. It is for men. Men don't have a large pool of women no. to choose from. There, it's a very small pool. You know, mm-hmm. where women that that's a pretty fucking huge pool. You know their what I mean? Range, their range is massive of the guys massive. with, you know. Which just wasn't a me, I think it just comes down to the uh the individual. Whether you're in, if some guys they prefer to be in relationships, that's what makes them happy, cool. Some guys are fine being alone. You know, like for me personally, I feel I'm probably happiest in a relationship but i'm still happy regardless on my own because i don't have no one to really report to or uh check in on or anything i just have myself and i take care of myself you know what i mean so i live like there's so many times where i could just i have the freedom to do what i want when i want with whoever i want a lot of times my friends that want to come hang out they can't because there's significant other doesn't like them going out on a certain night. The old you know, ball chain. Yeah, they're <laughs> tied up or they got other obligations or she's like, you always hang out with your friends, never hang out with me, that type of thing. That's yeah, where yeah. I see, that's where when my ideas with relationship comes to a head because it's like, that's when the women quote unquote, get bored and cheat. They cause men to become players or whatever. Not saying all situations, but in my experience, it's the girls that turn men into players. Mm-hmm. Mm. Girls like the players, you said? No, it's the, it's the women that turn men into players. Oh, man. Definitely. Again, that wasn't that in that movie Hitch, you know? <laughs> he was this nice mm-hmm. guy. Why? What? Then, you know, mm-hmm. that happens, See? man. And guys like that, there's a lot of them. Unfortunately, I was one of them, too. And then I was like, man... I guess women don't want someone that actually loves them and caters to them and do all that and want to be at, you know, everything, worship the ground they land on. That's why as I got older, I was like, I'm taking a woman off the pedestal. You don't belong up there. You belong either beside me or, you know, that's about it. That's as high as I would put you because too many times if I put you way up there and then you drag me up just to throw me back down further than where I was before. I'm not giving you that chance. I don't care how much you love me. I'm sorry. But that's just my experiences, and I would never put you above my own. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the only woman that's going to be above me always is going to be my mother. And that's it. That's the only person. Yeah. No, makes sense, man. We talk about, you know, the relationship thing again. Again, like right. recently, the guy killed his own kids because his yeah. wife or girlfriend cheated on him. Man. You know? Yeah, I so think that's like yeah. that's where when it comes to a relationship, I don't have that possibility because I'm not in it. That would never happen to me ever again. And I've been played, I've been cheated on, 
A lot of it's been public. It was in the workplace. It was among circles of friends. So it's like, to me, a woman could be the most important thing in your life, but that's also dangerous because she can cut you down so easily. Well, that's what I'm saying. Recovery has taught me one thing. Being in recovery is uh, make sure that I'm okay. Because I can't be nobody. I can't be of service to anybody if I'm not okay. So the the key relationship is the one you have with yourself. So uh, for me, and I'm just speaking for me, you guys, everybody's going to be a little bit different. So for me, what I learned was making sure that I'm okay with me. You know what I mean? Because I kind of jokingly said the last episode, I was like, well, you know, I, I don't really even, I'm getting comfortable finally being around me, let alone mm-hmm. let somebody else come into the mad, you know, whatever. But um, there's a lot of truth to that, though. You know, if people aren't happy with themselves, the chances of you being happy with somebody else is not going to happen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or either it'll be like, um, unfortunately, this incident, this this accident, this horrific act, you know, action um, of you putting all your self-worth in someone else. So then yeah. if you're not with that person, you're not worth shit. You know, I've seen people do this with jobs. I see people do this with jobs. They identify by the, have you ever seen that? I'm a mm-hmm. engineer. I'm this guy, you know, such as a people identify, but oh, yeah, I'm the head coach. Of so yeah, you know, they put so much, so much, they, they hold so much stuff on their title. Um, that if you take that away from them, there ain't shit. And so, you know, uh, yeah, seriously, you got to be strong with the person in the mirror before you can be strong with anybody else. Because I think yeah. that's where the the weaknesses and stuff like that comes in. And, um, and as I don't want no one to get the wrong idea. But like for me, I just want to get this out there. Like I know a lot lately I've been pretty much against sounding like I'm against women, against relationships, which I am not. I love women. If you are my girl, I treat you with respect that you deserve, la da but I, one thing that I won't do ever again is rely on my happiness solely for you. Yes, and, you, you know, should. So there's going to be times where I'm going to be how I am. It's like, no, you are not. I don't expect you to worship the ground I walk on, and I'm not going to worship the ground you walk on. If you're sick, I take care of you. If you need help, I help you. If you need support, I'm going to support you. Or not, that's it. I'm not going to be like, oh, you, you, you are the air I breathe. No, you are not. I am. <laughs> like, darling. You know, on that 90s love. R&B. I give you yeah, the sun like, the moon. Because, <laughs> I was thinking through, about Alfalfa from Low Rascals. All the things I've been through just shows me that you would you would turn your back on me in an instant. Yeah. Been in a relationship for six years, and the moment I got sick, you leave? So it's like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, all the things I've done for you, the sacrifices, cutting out friends, whether they're women or guys, cut them out because you didn't feel comfortable. But I want to make sure that you were. So I've cut mm-hmm. most yeah. of my life out for you. Yeah. I relocated for you, switched jobs yeah. and careers for you, making my resume for work seem like I can't keep a job because for you, you want me to come back and forth. So now I did all that. But now look where I'm at, where it all left me with all that sacrifices alone back at home living with my mom who's about to retire and have to you know do this and deal with all this medical stuff and you took away everything from me and i have to start from scratch with nothing so it's like and i'm still here and that just reminded me like at the end of the day all you have is yourself so when it comes to relationship the most important one you should keep is the one that's with yourself and mm-hmm. that's it fucking right well said. 
that Westworld well said, said. Because one of the things, too, is like I was talking to a buddy recently. He was worried about, man, such and such. I'm afraid, you know, he was talking about his relationship, man, that, that oh, shoot, maybe it will sabotage me or somebody. He was kind of getting in this mode, even his job. With people after you, they're trying to sabotage me, you know, take me down. And I said, no, nah, bro. You don't worry. Don't have to worry about everybody else sabotaging you. That guy right in the mirror—that's who will sabotage yeah. you. A lot, of the, a lot of the work I do, done in therapy, and what I developed like early on was to not self-sabotage, to, to keep the good things in your life going, to keep the you know positive momentum to whatever you're doing. Keep the podcast going. Keep the therapy going. Keep your recovery going. Keep it whatever it is going. The one that can mess that up and really mess you up—he's staring right in the mirror. You know, you, we spend so much time worrying about who else is going to get me. That, that man's after me. This such and such. Worrying about all these other people, you know, when it's the one close, as they say, the ones that are closest to you can do you the worst. They're the ones that that's what you got to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, who's closer to anybody? You. Because wherever you go, you are. Whatever mm-hmm. relationship, you know, you you there, whatever location, whatever job. And that was the main thing there. I had to get over. I had to get over the fact that, yo, all right, it happened. She left. Now forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for putting yourself in that situation. Forgive her because mm-hmm. she was young and wasn't ready for a real man to be in her life. Mm-hmm. Forgive, you know, just forgive. And then, like, literally for years, five years for me to get over, right? Five years mm-hmm. to get over. And to know that within a month, someone already moved into that house, sleeping on the bed that I used to be in with her. One month is all it took for me to be replaced. So, and for me, I've still been single since then. There were a couple of girls that I talked to that I could have been with them, but I told them, sure, you know what? It's not going to be fair to you because I'm going to continue to judge you and compare you to my ex. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready. So I had to kill a lot of relationships because I wasn't ready because it messed me up. So mm-hmm. a lot of women be like, they're so easy to move on because their options are endless. As a guy, when we're in love, we just love that person. So it's like, you know, what, what do I do? So I had to learn to forgive myself and find the road back to being me. And that was the main thing because I was happy before you and I'll be happy again without you. There, there you go. That part, that part, as the, the kids say. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. You gotta, because yeah, if you're not happy without that person, again, then you're not going to be happy with them. And you may think you're happy. You may fool yourself. But then how many times we look back? Man, I really wasn't. I didn't like that. I really wasn't cool with that. I've, I've looked back on so many things just because you're getting a slump. You know, you're going through it right now. You start looking at old relationships. Such and such as things that may have not worked out, got away. And then it's like you put these rose-colored glasses on. And I've had to check myself many times. Wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't, she didn't really treat me that great. You know, what am I really missing right now? What am I really like, you know, to, to check you, you know, because, again, that guy in the mirror, it can mess with you, too. Hey, man, look where you were before. Oh, you thought it wasn't great, but, but like, mm-hmm. no, nah, Thinking that the grass is always greener on the other side. Thinking that the grass is always greener to think about. And, and again, that, that yeah. important, you said the most important thing is forgiving yourself for, you know, the motivation, for wanting to have a relationship. You know, I know she had, a, you know, a daughter and everything, too, that those paternal instincts we talk about, those needs that we have. Nothing wrong with going after that stuff. It's the most natural thing in the world. But it's just when we're yeah. burnt in the pursuit of that, you know, when I get on a, in a damn car accident on the way to go see my son, not knowing I got COVID, putting him in day. But what was my motivation out of it? I wanted to see my son. It had been a while. I was been out of yeah. town. Mm-hmm. I can't. There's only so mad at myself I can be for just having that desire. Yeah. You know, even if the results, you know, come out bad, you know, and I think that's the most important things because, you know, otherwise you end up, again, can block a lot of other blessings or opportunities that come, you know, later Blocking on. Your blessings. They do come. You know, even if it's not that many. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. But because, man, people when think the relationship that... you have, like sometimes the good memories have their own hiding places. You know? <laughs> the, yeah. The good yeah. memories so have like, their own hiding places. Very well yeah. said. 
I, I mean, I, I, that's deep, you guys. Uh, I was talking to like my daughters around dating age, and we we're talking about this. And um, I don't know how deep I want to get about that that situation, the the conversation we kind of had, you know, um, without putting another little girl out there. Um, but we're I was just talking about toxic relationships and whatnot, right? And I was like, if you're in a, a toxic relationship. And, you know, they claiming that, well, I love this guy. I love this guy, but he does the, the girl wrong. Right. Um, on very many levels. Um, I was like, you know, your mind will play tricks. I make you think about two months out of 12 that you guys had two good months in 10 shitty months. Your mind will make you think that exactly. those two months were just great. Oh, my God. You know, we have about two months. Maybe I could stay. And I was like, you need to chalk it up. Two months out, of, two months out of ten. That's not. That's no bueno. No. You know what I mean. Um, and also too, I was like, people think grass could be green on the other side. Grass is green where you water it. You know, um, what are you putting into uh, said relationship? Whether it be yourself, others, friendship. You know, in a in a whatever kind of nature. Um, whatever you put into it is what you'll get in return. Um, that's just my opinion. So whatever mm-hmm. you put in there, that's what you'll get out of it. But mm-hmm. don't stick around in a toxic relationship just for the fucking sake of being in a relationship. Yeah, that's um, another two, thing that I'm a really big out of 10 is, Yeah, don't do not do it. Domestic violence. Nothing pisses me off more than someone raising their hand on a woman. You're a coward if you do. Yeah. Like, so many of my friends in the past when the man beats the shit out of them. But I understand if she cheated on you, Yes, that fucking sucks. But there's no reason for you to raise your hand. Oh, I thought you was about to go the other way. With it. I thought you oh, were going to no, say, yeah, when they're going to cheat on you. Man, look, knock <laughs> that bitch out. No, no. no. I'm <laughs> saying, if you do, I'm saying it's not right. I mean, I'm saying yeah, it's yeah. not right, but I understand. I know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> ah, shit. Oh, shit. Like, out of arms of passion, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But that's like, a man is having self-control. It's by definition. Yeah. And like I said, man, like if you raise your hand on a woman... Like, there's been many times where I have to step in for girls I didn't even know just because of my own beliefs and nature seeing my mom go through that. I don't care who you are. You raise a hand of a girl, I'm checking you. I don't care. Like, yeah. I remember there's something that happened. I won't say any names, but let's just say there was an incident during the college years at a Halloween party where a high school friend of mine I saw at the, one of those uh, college homes in U of M campus getting smacked around by her boyfriend. Within five minutes, I gathered all 20 of my friends that was at this party and we surrounded him and took care of business outside in the middle of the street. And, uh... Middle of the street? In the middle. Let's just say it, it looked like a movie scene. Dude, uh, suffered like a lot of broken ribs and dislocated jaw. Man, listen, oh, I hate like the stories of the, I, and I hate yeah. the stories of much, you know exactly, what, after, exactly what happened. After y'all Chappelle deem, um turn around <laughs> and turn around and she be with the dude two weeks I later. Know. You know well, what I mean? Like, that's that's, that's the guys shit guys right there. That's 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 me know, that's the yeah. only reason why I won't jump in if I see something going down. Just because you never know. There's been uh, instances where dudes have stepped in to protect said women from being uh, abused, and then the women oh. get mad at the dude. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. leave my you man alone. Don't you exactly. talk to my man I mean, that way. You like, hold on, yo, what the fuck? I'm trying to help you. And don't talk to my man. And you like, you know what? I fuck y'all and y'all whole dysfunction. Then, you know, uh, I've been there too, but the reason that situation happened because the girl I knew was like a sister to me. Yeah. And after that happened, I walked her home, made sure she was at home, spoke to her dad, who was also a cop. I told him what I did. And he just shook my hand and said, we won't talk about it. I'm like, cool. And then later yeah. on, I called her the next day just to make sure she's all right. She went with somebody new. Now she's married with two kids, living a beautiful life, and never again turned back, knows what's going on. So I'm happy at that night. Because that night, if y'all saw what I saw, yeah, it could have been very different for her if she didn't have anyone there looking out for her. Mm-hmm. She might not be here. That's Let's just say yeah. that. No, yeah, that's real. No, man, I don't play with that either because there was, I remember the closest I ever really came to that was um, when I was working, you know, right before I left Minnesota, I was working downtown at the theater company and um, I would go to the bank, you know, as well as far as one side of the Skyway, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I named the, the place, whatever. Um, but I would go there, popular uh, spot. And I remember one of the tellers there, you know, uh, man, real, you know, cute, light-skinned chick, you know, uh, look kind of like a Latina <laughs> or whatever. Uh, it looked like she looked kind of Latina. Though, so yeah, exotic looking thing. Yeah, no, no. She, yeah. And I'm like, you know, and I'm like, okay, we talk every time I would be there and it was cool. And I remember one day she pushed back from the desk and got up and I saw the rest of it. I said, oh, we're going to be friends. This girl was totally <laughs> bad, bro. I couldn't even lie. Next time I came through, you know, I was like, hey, you know, we should be friends. Like you got Instagram. I'm like, I was like, give me your Instagram. Like, so she grabbed my phone, put her stuff in, and you know, I hit her up like, you know, a few days later. And she ain't really hit me back. And I and then I ain't see her at the bank for a while. Yeah. So I didn't see her for a minute. I was like, all right, man, whatever. And then one day I come in and I see she got a black eye, bro. Oh. And then I saw she had a black eye. I was like, oh, snap. Yo. And again, she didn't shut her head down. Did you keep out at her? No, did you no, keep out no. It was awkward. You could tell, bro. She's sitting yeah. at a teller line. She's facing people with a whole black eye. All her color. Oh, no. Man. Come on, man. This is not Damn. good. Everybody know, you know what I'm saying? Damn. People so, tell. You could tell. Thank you. Thank you. And so, uh, sorry about the background noise. You know, F-16s flying on a Russia right now. Uh, good. Yo, and so, days, like, weeks later, weeks later, excuse me. I see something on the news, man, and this lady, um, she she was a mother, again, she had kids, she was mother, she was pregnant, actually, again, this was a few months later, so she was pregnant with a child, and um, the the father of the child or whatever had shot her, had oh, killed, her, killed her, yes, this lady, again, Damn. was pregnant at the time, bro, again, I didn't understand, like, that's why she probably didn't hit me back, because she was in this... Kind of abusive in a relationship. Yeah, you start to see stuff on Instagram. You see the snaps or whatever. See part people post something. So I, you know, you get the message like, oh, okay, never mind. Let me back up. But you don't because why? Because people crazy. You don't know who they messing with. Yeah, man. This is a mother. Like this is a guy that you know she has kids with. You know he kills her. Love make you do crazy shit. Whatever. And I was just like, wow, man. I just seen homegirl. I was friends with her still on Instagram. I couldn't believe it, man. You know, I think she was in her, you know, um, mid late twenties. You know, beautiful lady. Sad, man. I don't like that, man. And I just I just was like, man, so anytime I would hear about a homegirl like mess with a guy, oh, he's aggressive. And I was like, yo, man, please, man, just go like don't do that to me. Please don't hear let me hear about you, you know, 
Because yeah. that shit's awesome. I want to holler at you instead, or you should be with me type shit. No, just I, that would hurt my heart, bro. It was, that was yeah. crazy. I don't want that. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's how I am normally, like with a lot of girls. And girls would think I'm just trying to holler or anything like that. But for me, I just like, genuinely just want to get to know you, be your friend, you know, da da da. Because my interests are not, you know, what most guys are. I'm actually genuinely thinking about networking, building a relationship, whether we become friends or whatever or not. That's just my thing. Just the more people yeah. you know, more opportunities in life will come. You know, guy or girl, yeah. it don't matter. And yeah, that's what I'm about. I'm about relationships. And for me, I want to get into this topic real quick that I just realized like a year ago, I guess uh, my therapist told me you're a really big empath. Like how being the yeah. person that's uh, empath is mentally draining. You know, like I feel for people deeply and easily and it's you know uh, to me it's kind of annoying because i hate feeling these emotions in such an intense level you know like i could get emotional easily based on whatever situation i see or someone explains something to me if it's sad i'll feel extra sad for no reason well obviously for a reason but you know what i'm saying like what impacts are so it's like yeah if I could take the pain away from someone and feel it twice as much for them, I will. And that's just how I, that's how I've always been. When I think back, that was always me. Like my friends, I care so much. Like when they're happy, like even when, like, I don't share it a lot, but to myself, like when you told me you got, you're having a son coming. Yeah. Yeah. I I got teary. Like my eye, like I was crying. I was like, man, you're so happy. He's going to, he's going to have that feeling that moment you hold your son and, they yeah. be like you know all those emotions in my head that like, I was so happy like that's what impacts are like even though I wasn't telling you like when we got off the phone like damn he's about to be a father like something I wish I could actually experience that's a happy ass feeling I hope you know this and that and like and that happens with all my friends when they get news or, or they're pregnant they're getting married like, I feel that much excitement for them and like want that to work out the best way for them like for me and I'll sit there and I'll get emotional and get teary-eyed sometimes even just full-on crying because i'm either that much i'm that happy or that sad it's weird yeah. emotionally involved in it see i think i'm an empath when i'm drunk because i car yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm one of them guys start watching a sad movie or some kind of emotional scene comes on all of a sudden man i'm like damn talking about though man i think i have i have another friend that's like that as well man i think i have a lot of homies that are pretty anxious guys that are very empathetic guys like i think there's a pattern yeah. a lot of the homies i hang with you know yeah. um, and it's a feature not a bug it's a good thing because again what do we talk about in the episode on narcissism that's that's that narcissists don't have empathy that's the characteristic of it you know so yeah, well, people, I, we need some more impasse maybe in this world. It really feels it's something. a fine it's a fine line between a narcissist and, a, and an empath, though. Um, mm-hmm. they both feel that very uh, um, sensitive, uh, emotional connection. Right? It's it's very heightened. You know, I should say mm-hmm. not sensitive. It's very heightened. Um, but uh, a narcissist is only for himself. Yeah, where empath is more for everyone else in the world, you know, so that there's a fine line. They're both coming with the same amount of passion. You know what I mean? One is just for its own selfish gains. Another one is for the world. Um, 
Oh, which is crazy, like, and you know, and you know what can trigger um, uh, 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 impact, uh, the level of empathy that uh, everyone has comes from um, trauma or their their childhood experiences. So if you grew up seeing abuse or something like that, um, it can either make you a narcissist, narcissist, or it can make you an empath. So I was just reading and it was talking about like a child kids seeing abuse and stuff often want to be a savior. And so they could feel that and they don't want nobody else, you know, where a narcissist might take it and go with it the other way. Well, I can use that to be a dominant person and try to dominate other people. And they end up often becoming the the predator or the the abuser. You know, what I mean, oftentimes like R. Kelly, R. Kelly was abused. You know what I mean? He grew up abused, and then he became on the narcissistic side of it, where he was doing it for his own gains and trying to hurt other people. Where you know, it would be like, man, I'm gonna save women. You know, yeah. For me, when you mentioned that, because I never really understood where it could come from. Like for me, as a kid, I always felt like I need to protect people, like protect yeah. my cousin, protect mm-hmm. my mom, protect my friends. And when I get emotional, it's because. Like, I have so much emotions, like, running through my body at whatever it is. And I, that's why I go to the extreme. When I'm yep. pissed, I go to the extreme. It's all I see extreme. is red. And, you know, when I love, all I see is love. And I want to make sure nothing ever breaks the bond, la, da, da, da. Now, and when I feel for other people, yeah, it, yeah. It, it gets annoying to me because I'm, like, I'll sit here. Like, for instance, I'll see something on TV. And let's just say a uh, little girl brought home. Uh, adoption papers for her uh, stepfather. Now he's officially a dad, and he cries. I'll cry with him. I'm like, yo, yeah, I that's wish that happened to you. Like, you, know, like, you know, or like something like, and I'll just sit there. Like I said, I cry a lot by myself. Yeah. Those, those, the people see me, they think, oh, you're intimidating, big, you know, whatever. But no, nah, man, mm-hmm. like, I actually care. And it's like, if I see, like, for instance, the whole thing, like, oh, Eric's got a son, and I see your picture, I get teary-eyed. Like, damn, that's tight, because I can see and feel yeah. his happiness. You know what I mean? Or I see... My friend getting, uh, she get cheated on and she's heartbroken. And I write poetry, so it's like I can feel and see how she felt. Because I felt that before too, and it fucking sucks. So yeah. if I can make you feel better, I'll do it. But then I'll cry along with you. Like my, my mom, uh, when she would cry back in there, and I was a kid, I remember seven years old, my mom got her heartbroken, she was crying. And I was having fun already, and I go in the room and I hear her cry. Out of the blue, I know I start crying with her. I like sat there. Like, what's the matter? Yeah, her. yeah. I like we was crying with her because she was crying. Like I, I've always been that way. And if someone's pissed, I get along with them, and I'm pissed too. Like, why would you do that? Like, like Steve, if someone broke in your house, or oh, I'm going to war. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Oh like, yeah, they getting shot. They breaking in yeah. this house. <laughs> You know, so I got them like, things. I, it's kind of blurry, but I got this, the the rifle right here. Look at this. In the background. You look like you are editing that out purposely, too. There's a rifle right here. You, ain't coming. You, know, you know what I was thinking, though, when Mina was talking? Um, was DC and Marvel. All right, hear me all, all the way through. Hear me all the way through. Like, Batman. With the way Mino's talking, I'm like, Batman is probably the biggest uh, empath, right? He's seen his parents get fucking shot. Triggers him. Now he's trying to protect the whole fucking world from people like that, right? And then um, Daredevil. Daredevil, the blind, you know what I mean? He's been through all of this traumatic shit as a kid, and so all he wants to do is help, help, you know, stop other motherfuckers like that shit. Which was crazy. And then Daredevil, the big boss, was abused. Like, he had to kill, he ended up killing his dad. The villain, I forgot his fucking name. Uh, um, 
Yes, Fist, 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 Fist. Yeah, it is, it's like, Fist. Yeah, it's, uh, he, he, yeah, dude, that shit was fucking dope. I was like, yo, this dude, you know, this shit could be on thing? like fucking Red Devil, huh? The superhero thing you mentioned, I never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. Now that yeah, they yeah, mentioned that, now I'm looking at which superhero I can identify with. But the only but, one I identify yeah. with right now is Deadpool. Just no, because of his carefree nature at times, and he just doesn't yeah. give up, you know? That, that's yeah, why I yeah. him. But then when you said Batman... And I thought about it as a kid. I was a huge Batman fan. Yeah. I don't know why I grew out of it, but it was just like, the thing that drew me back to Batman was the newest Batman movie because I like how he portrayed it because I was like, in my head, if I was, was Batman, that's how I would be. You yeah. Know? It was, I, I wouldn't it be all on a Batman, real level. Like it was, he also had other emotions, but mm-hmm. everything was geared around, I'm not letting these type of motherfuckers, you know, win. You know what I mean? Yeah. These these criminals. But it was yeah. all so he still had other fuck he he you know had other ways. And it's dope because, you know, with that passion, like I was saying earlier, it's a fine line between narcissism and, and empathy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you can sway that line sometimes, that same amount of passion, but just for your own selfish gains, because he was like the uh, billionaire philanthropist, all of that mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? Spider Man, his uncle got shot by a fucking robber. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, dude, they they build a lot of these superheroes based on a lot of childhood trauma, which would turn someone into a raging uh, uh, empath. Like, you know what I mean? An empath on a mission, bro. You know what I mean? That level of it, that level of, I want to save these fucking people. I'm not letting another person fucking succeed. Uh, My favorite villain was... Ninja Turtles so much with Leonardo. Yeah, I, that was my yeah. favorite Ninja Turtle, man. Just because of how his role in the Brotherhood, yeah. like I just that yeah, was just blue one, one, right? Yeah, yeah, the blue one. Leo's yeah. dual swords. You know, I, I was I was a, a Raphael fan. I mean, in the I beginning, I think Raphael. everybody liked Michelangelo, but Ra- Raphael was more like me. You know what I mean? Uh, I can relate. Yeah, well, he was he was so searching. He was trying to figure yeah. himself out, dude. And he's always the one who's like uh uh in between. He's always in like a fucking deep mode. You know what I mean? Like he's always serious in his own head. Yeah, he's when always he, serious. He's like the original Ninja Turtles he, movie. Yeah, yeah, he's always fucking serious, yo. He's always, you know, he's like, like come on, Leo. Dog, yeah. Here's a funny thing, right? So when that movie came out, the original Ninja Turtles with live action. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, my friends, like, dude, Leo is definitely the Asian dude because he's a samurai, right? Donnie right. was just a nerdy dude, where he could be either a white or Asian nerdy guy. Yeah. Ralph was black. He was a black. Ralph dude was black. Old. Yeah. And then Mikey was a California surfer dude, who's just always yeah. getting high. Yeah. And that's how yeah. we all look at. <laughs> and like the four adopted brothers from all different backgrounds, we just yeah. work together. Yeah. Like, you know what? And you know what? And Michelangelo, he had the, he was the, like, kind of almost, not the benign narcissist, but the, the one narcissist that's, like, too fun-loving, like, they're immature. Yeah, so they're so selfish. Yeah, they're so it's all for but it was all about partying, man. He was just trying to fucking tell dude to tear exactly, up. Exactly. He was like the adre- he was like adrenaline junkie. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. the responsible one. Exactly. And so, but yo, yeah. you, you should also look up the contrast too. Again, we deep in the weeds right now. But yo, Professor yeah. X and Magneto. That's the dichotomy right mm-hmm. there. Again, two yeah. guys united yeah, passion, is, yeah. loves their exactly. people, but have two yeah. has two different ways about it. Um, the tragedy being in um, you know, the concentration camps for yeah. Um, for, uh, 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 Magneto, exactly. Now he wanted to vengeance. That was his thing. The rage in it, it, it clouded him. And as opposed, can, and then you look on the other side. Literally, the personification of an empath is Professor X, 
who yes. feels everybody. It, literally. Literally. Yeah. That was a per- perfect dichotomy. Yeah, you, you hit it on a dot. Uh, Professor X and Magneto. That was excellent. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. we, we, didn't, we didn't went a little far off over here. Now we didn't got it in comic oh, books. Yeah. We, we didn't touch on some relationship shit. We touched yeah, on a little bit of everything. We, we um, gave our food a pain, you know? Yeah, yeah, we start. We went pretty heavy with the food. Uh, I could say we all love I mean, our food here. I'm eating at that. That's what this podcast is about, man. We're talking about anything want, and everything. I did want to touch on something else, though, a little bit. I know we we might not have a whole lot of time, but uh, I did like the conversation you guys sparked with uh, BDD. You know what I mean? Uh, when you guys were talking about it, I thought it was dope. Maybe uh, I don't know. We we running short on time over here, but. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we we can revisit that on the Consider Your Mind podcast or something. I mean, yeah, definitely. We do um, all right, different part, different parts. No part one, part two. You know, stuff we start already established. And it was more interesting than I thought it was going to be when I did it. It's like the body dysmorphia. When I really got into it, especially that eye tracking thing. Yeah, yeah. Looking at was talking about that. Yes. So that's what I'm saying too. And I feel like you know we could probably get a little a a longer run on that. Maybe next time. Mm -hmm. You guys did a great job. and like I was looking into that that disorder too, and I was looking into um, antidepressants and people with compulsive disorders. Um, that shit is real, you know, and it's and it's a heavy topic. Uh, I might know a few people who uh, should reach out. And like I said earlier, too, man, if anybody's listening to this, this is an interactive experience. So if you disagree with something we say in or agree with something we say in, um, leave a message. You know what I mean? Reach out to us. Uh, drop some DM the Consider Your Mind at uh, at the yeah, Instagram account. You know what I mean? So, yeah, dude, hit us up and, and, and you know, interact with us a little bit on that. I mean, sure, we've got time about. for another topic. So, I mean got time for another topic whatever yeah. it is just bring it on up i mean i'm down to talk about anything especially tonight because i ain't got <laughs> no place to go <laughs> again again for those who don't know if you came in late from mino's reported yeah. live on location in the hospital like a g <laughs> hey my man is podcasting from the hospital bed on you people what's your excuse huh what's y'all doing yeah what's, yeah, what's, what's y'all doing out here huh i'm what, trying to think of a topic i skate on yeah, I, I thought I had something. Quality too, guys. So we're working with what we got right now. Oh, you good, G? Um, like y'all said too in the podcast. I think it was the podcast prior to that. I think it was thirty-one, uh, episode thirty-one or thirty-two. Um, when you guys were just kind of talking about how you've been moving around a little bit oh, and, yeah, and um, you've been recording, rolling with the punches, the the you know how just things just be going. I just want to say you guys have been hella consistent though. Like you know what I mean? You guys been recording. You was like sometimes we just kind of going through the motions or whatever, but that's all right. We just kind of rolling with it. Um, what I love about uh, the podcast, consider your mind, um, is it does spark a conversation. And uh, I love the fact, and I love com- uh, conversing with people who uh, have difference of opinions with me. Some, you know what I mean? Outside of y'all, you know what I mean? I, would, I have these kind of discussions and stuff. It's cool to be able to come to like a mutual, um, like an agreement almost. Or agreement oh. to disagree. Agreement mm-hmm. to disagree, right? When you're having conversations with somebody... Um, like it's tough when you guys have different. Uh, uh, oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. Um, they were talking since we were talking about relationships, right? Earlier was they were saying uh, about having. They say opposites attract. 
which is true to an extent, okay. right? But that's on a personality level. When you get to a values level, you will not be with somebody who has opposite values as you. Hmm. So think about this when you're having conversations and you're hearing about what people value in life, their values might not necessarily line up with yours, but your personalities are doing one of those opposites attracts moves or whatever. Um, You know, what do you guys, what's your take on having in a relationship, having the values align? How important is that to you guys? You guys think that you can be in a relationship with someone who shares different values than you? Not a long-term one. Again, the relationship, when we define it, you know, we talking about hooking up, just dating curious, because you can, a person can be fine enough where you make all types of compromises. You know, I yeah. know out there, um, ladies, they call it being digmatized. Um, I know some niggas. Uh, I know some niggas. Lost, thank you for guys. Make, hey. some Muslims, make some Muslims eat some bacon. Shit. I'm you know, that pussy so good. Over here eating BLTs. No, right? <laughs> Aki over here eating BLTs now. So, so, yo, I think, again, people do compromise it. But, but again, it's only temporary. That's, once you're really going against yourself. Like, I think we yes. talked about or something yeah. um, before, too. Like, if a person, like, you're with a person, and they're into the um, swinging thing, polyamory, multiple partners thing. Yes. Now, in order to appease that person, you don't want to lose that person. That's a value. The other person may go along with it for a while, but they don't really do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yep. again, long term, that's not gonna last. It's, you know, you're faking it. You know, trying to go along to get along. You know, cheaper to keeper type situations that people do all the time. But yeah, that ain't lasting. That's that's divorcing. That man. ain't lasting. That ain't lasting. So you no, think when, if you if, if, somebody who does line up with it, when you finally get yeah. somebody that does line up with it, pew. Yeah, yeah. I think so it you, depends on the on. It depends on both the individuals, obviously. You think they can have different values and still be together? I think it depends on what the value is. Like, if someone values being a swinger and I don't, it's not going to work. I'd rather have you to myself, right? But if the value is, like, let's say I value uh, my career. My career is always going to come first, right? I'm like, okay, that's fine. If that's important to you, then I'm going to support it, you know? Yeah. That's that's doable. You obviously you're gonna be passionate about your career. So I'm gonna be but there you're gonna you. clash at some point because right, they, but that's, that's, they you I value say money, value. the other person values time. You know what I mean? There's gonna be points in time in that relationship where right. you know you're gonna put the money over being somewhere, right? And saying, it's gonna piss the other person off. That's why it depends on what the value is. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So if your value is uh your career and my value is just to make uh, just to be happy in a relationship where, you know, that doesn't bother me. I don't care how much time or whatever we have together. I just know that yeah. you're with me and you're going to ride and die with me. That's yeah. cool. And take all the time in your career as you want. As long as you're loyal to me, that's cool. But in reality, for me, it don't matter. At the end of the day, I'm going to die alone. So it's like you're either going to grow with me or grow apart. Either one, I don't care. Yeah. So values but- are not, in, for me, in my personal experience, I just need someone that's going to, you're going to support me, I'll support you. Yeah. You have goals and dreams of your own, I'm going to support it, and you support me. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. And I would ne- like I said before, I'm not ever putting you above me. You're not going to be that important to me, ever. No. But you'll be yeah. important enough for me to care enough to give a fuck. And that's about it. So it's like, for me, my values is going to be loyalty, and that's going to be very hard because my expectations yeah, on that front alone is very high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You come across to where some people's uh, values, they want like family values, and the other person mm-hmm. is like, well, fuck, I, I, I really don't. I would like freedom. There you go. I, you know what I mean? Yep. Some, you know. Yeah, like some people want to be married, but you want to have kids. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, just I thinking said, about that. In terms of the four things, like I used to call it the four F's, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. The four F's of a relationship, you really want to last, you got to rely on like on four things faith, family, Finances, fucking. You know, oh, so yeah. The Three fundamental things that y'all better be aligned with. I mean, you tried it in the reverse order. Not aligned can ruin it. It could be over. I think, I think I tried that in the reverse order of how you said them. I, you know, just say, hey, yeah. as long as all four are in there, I didn't say how important they Faith are. was the last one. That is the last fucking no, thing I, I worked on. The faith. I wanted to put faith first. You know what I'm saying? Fucking finances. Finally. Yeah, wow. that's real because again, time with your you know faith. You know what I'm saying? If you're Muslim, that person's Christian. That can mess it up. Yeah, they're yeah. Hindu. Really, like again, that could be a problem. Atheist. Don't forget you know about us. Atheist. Atheist. Don't forget about atheist. the atheist people. Somebody that's a hard yeah. belief. There was a girl that I really liked, and she really liked me, but she wouldn't date me because I'm not Muslim. And yes. she asked me oh. if I would convert for her, and I said never. I love yeah. pork. You know, yeah. and, it's like, and I'm sorry that that sucks that it comes down to a type of food that we can't be together, but that's your decision. Uh, that's, for me, that's a you problem, not mine. People yeah. don't know so, me, no, I'm hungry to the motherfuckers. You start mm-hmm. taking away my food, we gonna, I'm gonna have to call it quits. I'll give up the drink and right smoke that, shit, but you come after my food. It was the faith yeah. and the family. Like you said, if one person oh, yeah. wants to have children, the other person doesn't. That could for me, it's the reverse order. But um, I, I, I'm starting. The older I get, you know, you start to you start to think about things a little bit differently, right? Um, I would have never in my younger years, because one of your questions was like, "Hey, if you can go back and tell your 15 year old self, what would you tell them?" And I thought about that when I heard that on you guys' uh, podcast on the episode. I like that shit. I was like, "Damn, if I can go back, I would have told my 15 year old self to invest in Tesla, nigga." No, I'm just playing. <laughs> 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 invest in google um no uh I, I that's the thing is under to to figure out my values figure out what it is you value most and and play towards that strength know what your strengths are steven play on those know who you know what i mean get some solid people around you build a fucking solid team of people who value the same shit you value and y'all get together because they were talking about like friends, you know, your friends values partying and all. How long before you either partake in that or you find new fucking friends? You know what I mean? One of two things is going to happen. You know what I mean? Either you're going to start partaking in it or either you're going to go find new friends. You know what I mean? If you're hanging out with some Muslim niggas and they get hitting up mosques and shit and they're praying and making salah and doing all of that. How long before you start doing that, too? Or either you're going to find new people to fucking be around. And it's like you're gonna align yourself with people who value the same type of shit you do. And if you yeah, share the same interests. Yep. And and, and if know, you don't, point? it ain't gonna last that long. Like Eric said, I feel like it'll be a, a short lived situation. Um, and then you're gonna find somebody else new who shares the same values. I and, mean, look at me for instance, right? In high school, I was friends with everybody. I'm talking about like hundreds me. of people. No yeah. matter what time of friends they are, nerds, jocks, skaters, all the hours with all of them. I now, did it all. In my 30s, I have five closest friends that I could count on one hand. Why? Because they yeah. share the same values as me. 
You share yeah. the same interests as me. We could argue like a motherfucker and disagree on things, but at the end of the day, it's all love. That's like, personality and, traits. You know, it's yeah, different than values. Like yeah. yeah. It's like, even like with Eric, out of all the people I made friends with at the bank that we worked at, it was yeah. only him and maybe two or three other people that I keep in my mm-hmm. life. Because the yeah. moment I met him, I knew that we fucking clicked. It's just yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we got some, I mean, I was just some, lost, I some relationships man. like that. I might have one of them join. Hell yeah. I was just bossing and inviting, hey, you smoke weed, I know you do. La da uh yeah. the Yeah. I was like, hey, I don't care what you do as long as you work. Yeah. That's that's just the kind of boss I was or a manager mm-hmm. or whatever. He's like, I don't care what you do as long as you get money and come to work. That's it. Yeah, and I think that's a commonality that helps with friendships when you're responsible, man. Being a responsible person can help you with friendships, like so you don't not, not sitting there owing everybody money, so you're not sitting there, you know, you know, doing crazy stuff, you know, like when you, you know, to always again we go through things, bro. When ain't none of us balling, but to always have like be broke when you're younger, to have a friend that ain't never had no job. We we didn't roll like that. All of us had jobs. All of us doing something active, so that way we had that similar value. You know, we weren't we weren't there yet, but we were on the way. You know, and we was yeah. down to work. And sometimes, yeah, you know, we just, how many people we meet at the job that, based on the way they work, we didn't even want to mess with them no more. Like, nah, man. Exactly, bro. That's why I don't want to see him. Like, like, this person has the same idea as me. And it's like, if he don't got it, I got him. I got you. You hungry? I got you. I would never eat food in front of a starving friend. But, yeah, you're eating with me. I don't care yeah. if it's just a dollar of chicken. I'm splitting that chicken with you. You don't got money today? Well, I got shit. Make it work. You know I remember I mean? being like, in high school, and I told y'all, like, back at, in Hoboken, you go up to Washington Street and get a slice of pizza and a Snapple, and it was like three bucks. A slice of ooh, pizza was a, a slice of pizza was one seventy five, and a Snapple was one twenty five. Right? You know, so it was like three bucks. And um, I remember my nigga Rob ain't had no uh, money and shit. Nigga, I'm cutting my pizza in half, and I'm pouring you half of this Snapple. Hey, let me get yeah. another cup. I grab another cup. He getting half of the Snapple. We're going to cut this pizza in half. We both going to eat. You know what I mean? I'll split this three. That's all I nigga had was $3. You know yeah, what I mean? Right <laughs> up, it wasn't like I could, hey, nigga, look, if I'm finna eat it, you finna eat some of this with me, too. Hey, we, I, got, we, I got $3, that means we both got $1.50. Right, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're going to split this down the middle. I remember I remember but one shout time. Shout out to all the people, man, with the same values, and you know, I think that that's big. Forming a team with people who got the same I values. This one time, this so-called friend that I was, I guess, cool with, and I didn't have any money at this point. I was starving, and he bought some pizza for him and his girl, yeah. um, and they're eating right. First of all, I was kind of thrown off because they, they say, "Hey, you want a slice?" None of that. They sat down Damn. in front of me, knowing I was hungry, and. Then I offer me a slice. I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. It's cool. It's just him and his girl, whatever. Yeah. And then I go, hey, man, I'm kind of, I'm, I, I ain't got no money right now, but uh, is it cool if I get a slice? He's like, yeah, you got like two bucks for the slice? Nah. I was like, I'm like, I look at my spot. I'm like, I'm like, nah, it's cool. I see. Nah, nah, nah. Right? Because before, yeah. I, I'd stack the fridge with pop, water. If I cook, I cook mm-hmm. extra. Even if, hey, yeah. I have Don't even ask, bro. It's in the fridge in our house. It's yours. Don't yeah. ask. I'll slap you next time you ask me you get food. Just fucking eat. That's yeah. how I was been. That's how I was raised. But my mom wanted really to do that in front of his girl too. I'd have yeah. never. Nah, bro. I'd have never done that. I'd, I'd have never. Yeah, that, I, 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 I don't think, think I could do that. TV asked my homie for two dollars for like no yeah, <laughs> or a slice yeah. of pizza. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I do that. You know, and I, I think like yo, that's messed up, bro. 
Because I was like, yeah. you know, cause, and then my mom, I remember her telling me that, you know, a lot of American people, I guess you would say, they're not raised like how I raised you. And I was like, he ain't lying. True. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the food, food for one thing in my household was never a question. If you're in my house, there's food. You don't ask. Obviously, if it's like a like event, I can't come over for dinner. Hey, there's food in the fridge. How itself? Yeah. If you're yeah. like a guest or a cousin or a friend, we live together. And if I have something in the fridge and you feel like you got to ask for it, I'm going to slap you. Just eat it. If it's in the fridge, eat it. I don't care if it's my last slice. I don't care if it's the last can of Coke. Just take it because that can, stuff can always be replaced. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Just eat. I'm never going to have someone starve. That's bullshit. I be fucking shit up. They get mad at me here because I eat the fucking leftovers. Who ate the last <laughs> little bit of the, uh, yeah, like, oh, shit, Daddy. that was me. Yeah, that's who ate it. Like, look, yeah, well, I, I, I do be wanting to hit him with that car, Eric, because you know what? Did your lights work this morning? Okay, nigga, shut you up, baby. It's different. It's different when I say and tell you specifically, don't eat this. This is my last slice. I'm saving yeah, it yeah, for yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. If I wake up after knowing I told you, damn well, and it's gone, you ate, I'm slapping. <laughs> we now fight, we throwing hands. Now, yeah, yeah. now we throwing hands. Exactly. No, but I like that, man. Thank y'all for y'all uh, uh, input over there on my on my values. Yeah. values. You know, four Fs, man. No matter what order you have them. Sorry, yeah. I like that. Whatever order you have the Fs. Whatever in. order, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I, I'm just backwards, course. Eric. You know I'm fucking crazy. I'm just backwards. Hey. And that's real yeah. though, because yo, nowadays, like what we talked about, bro. Nowadays, they trying to they trying to see what it do. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, in, a religious background, any type of you know thing. I've talked about this before. I talked about this before. People are having kids younger, so your values change as you get older. Now you hear me talking about this. Now I'm, you know, I'm well in my thirties. So mm-hmm. values are something that that are you know are are a thing for me now. Rather than in my twenties, twenties I didn't even give a fuck, you know. Yeah, you'd have been you know, at the never really, no problem. Ask yeah, well, yeah, I, I told you, I said pre daddy Steve would have been. Yeah, we we <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but now you represent. Now you got mini me now. Now can't do it. Well, can't yeah. Now I'm I'm more mature, man. I'm in a different I'm in a different space, you know, than I was uh, when I'm in my younger years. You know, values would have never would have never crossed my mind because I I don't think I really had any. That's why I was able to be a part of so many different cliques. Nigga, I was a skater. I was emo. I'm still kind of emo a little bit. I was a thug. I was a jock. Um, I wasn't a really good thug, but um, I was a gangster. Thug. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I was an like unsuccessful thug, unsuccessful gangster. That shit really didn't work out. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, dude, I tried all that shit because I didn't really. I robbed niggas and did all that shit because mm. I had no morals. I had no moral compass, really. You know, it was shattered of that of which my role models were. I ain't gonna get into all that. But um, I think I, I shit. It's hard when you ain't got no no role models around, you know. Um, not You're not, not seeing what's right. You just seeing what works. Not like, ones that I was paying attention to because I shouldn't say that because there was great role models around, but I just chose to go to. Uh, you were trying to be cool. Yeah, you wanted to yeah. be cool. Yeah, you wanted to and see what you, was doing. I, I got in trouble, man. Well, I didn't get in trouble, but uh, it was just fucked up, man. I was trying to date this one chick. She was black, and uh, she oh, was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Yo, you ain't black." And she was like, "I, I overheard her say, I like Steve, but he ain't black enough.'" Yeah, man. you know what I mean. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, sisters, y'all be hurting us, boy. That's my villain pre-story. That's my uh, what is it? That's his origin story. That's this nigga's origin story. Yeah, I started. I dropped the album and shit. I was selling drugs. I did all of that shit after that. All because all because of you, Candace. Fuck you. Now I'm just damn. Fuck you, Candace. Fuck you from the night. You see, he brought that stuff from the gangster rap area. Hell yeah. <laughs> be mad, but that's yeah. So, hey, I guess we should end on that, man. Hey, don't ever change yourself for somebody else, people. Yes. Worth it. When you try to change who you are, um, those bad experiences they put you through, they're trying to, you know, turn them like you. You know, if you're a loyal person and you mess with a cheater, stay loyal, man. Don't become like that. You know what I'm saying? If you're a good person, oh. uh, hey, just because you get done wrong by some bad people, don't join that stuff, man. You know, stay That's the main thing. That's a very good message, Eric. I want to say this because when we talk about relationships a lot, it's I feel like it needs to be talked about because society has changed the views and morals of relationships in general. So far away from what it's supposed to be, we lose sight of what's actually important, and that's building a base and a strong foundation for your family and having strong role models in your life. Um, for me, relationships... It's, it's more like a dream to me because a true relationship that we see growing up, the Disney movie style relationships and all that, it doesn't exist. I'm sorry. If you're with somebody for more than 30 years, consider yourself lucky. I congratulate you for finding that true love. But for most of us, we're in fake relationships and just scared to be alone. And it's unfortunate because we're birthing children that don't have both fathers and mothers in homes. For that reason. And obviously, every situation is different. But I'm just saying for those that are doing it, just, you know, just to do it, it's, it's whatever, because you're not setting up kids for a strong future. But it's also a different side of that. I understand that people want to be there for the kids and certain things within the system doesn't allow them to do that. And that sucks, too, because I know single fathers out there that want to raise their kids and not given a fair chance to. So with this being said for me, I want to say no matter what you go through in life, don't ever change who you are at the core. Hey, That's man. the most important thing. There you go, brother. And for me, um, I just kept hearing Michael Jackson's man in the mirror playing in my head. I just kept hearing, <laughs> well, I'm out of my head. in the mirror. Oh. The truth. No, it's, hey, so that's in my head right now, man. Just it, it's it's about the person in the mirror. When you wake up in the morning, when you look at yourself, that's the person that you need to please. Don't ever try to hit that note again. My ears hurt. <laughs> <laughs> friends, man. He like Steve ain't getting no singing segment. We ain't getting no singing <laughs> for this nigga. <laughs> you the engineer, yo. You gotta hook me up, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, and edit that. Yeah, go ahead and edit that. Throw that little auto tune on there. Uh, <laughs> no, but no, real talk, man. You are the only person that you got to please, and you are the only person that's going to get in your way uh, when it comes to getting success or any form of success. Everybody's version of success is different. Um, so, in living life, just make sure you are okay with you. So. Don't let anybody else determine your happiness. Don't let anybody else determine your happiness. Um, And my heart goes out to all the victims of that that shooting in Oklahoma City, I believe it was, um, and that domestic dispute, those young kids, seven, four, and like three or something like that. They were really, really young. Um, I'm so, so sorry to hear that. 
And yeah, I want you know. Hopefully, the, uh, it spreads and people start looking in the mirror and start working on themselves. It exactly. makes you a stronger person than you think. Work on yourself, uh, people. Well said. I mean, for you guys listening, thank you for tuning in. Again, you can catch us on Consider Your Mind with me and Eric on Sunday nights at six. You can catch all three of us on the Left Talk About a Podcast on Mondays at six. Other than that, that's all we got for this week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Peace. That was a very crazy episode. Nino, so so many. I want to say prayers, but I'm just saying I'm sending you such positive vibes. You in there? You're such a fucking soldier.